0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi,
1: everybody. It's Fair Change. It's our weekend edition of Stacking Pennies presented by Mobile One. Corey is fresh off practice and qualifying. He looked good. Good in practice in those 15-lap averages. It is Corey LaJoy, Ryan Flores, Danielle Trotta. Let's get into it.
2: Hey, Danielle. Hope you're doing well. It's nice to see you at the racetrack. I have been in better moods than I am right now, not going to lie. As we record this, I'm half an hour removed from taking a really good car and qualifying 30th with it, and we can break that down here in a minute. And then Ryan, I know, is in a heated discussion uh, with the crew chief on the 12th to figure out what pit box you're going to select for today's
0: event well it's not just me he just texts the whole team what do you guys think about this so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see where everybody picks it's a tight pit road but what happened weren't you
1: saying last week that would you say 10 or 26 was the best stall
0: there's a couple of them i I know 10 is pretty good at the end of the straightaway there with an opening out anywhere like this the 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 bookends of the straightaway are good and then obviously the 19s i I would i would assume the nineteens going to pick one we'll see they've moved well, pit stall one here used to be a huge advantage and everybody still kind of thinks it is. But what happened when they cut the field down from 43 cars to 40 cars or whatever we start now, it's 36, right? They cut they cut a couple pit stalls away. Uh, so they actually moved that pit stall back. So it's further back from the timing line that it used to be. So it's not the advantage that it was, say, in the early 2000s like like we were used to seeing.
1: I think Larry said the most winners at Martinsville history have started in the 20 in box 26 so i didn't know if that was random or you thought there was something to it but um cory that's a mcnugget McNugget. uh, that's a mcnugget Corey, i was waving to you i was right there at the entrance of turn three buddy i don't know if i brought you up but p2 in your practice group that was good
2: yeah uh i mean we have a really good car i was really happy with it fell off a little bit on the long runs which i was a little concerned about but i think this is a track with the temperature the way it is, the way the rubber laid down today. Going out on a green track was a little bit of a false read for us, unfortunately, where after the track rubbered up after 10 minutes or so, that's kind of the balance the track was the rest of the day. Uh, and then we just didn't didn't adjust our car to compensate for that. And we got, we got in qualifying. We went out early, went out sixth in our group, Group A, and uh, was just plowing tight. Chattered the front tires. So that was everybody was pretty aggravated about that. Sparks, myself, and and Roy, because we knew we had a really good car. We still do have a really good car, but it's going to be uh, unfortunately where you start here is kind of where you run. Hopefully, we can catch a yellow, stand the lead lap, keep chipping away at on, on uh, under caution, get a couple on pit road, and then kind of work our way to the top fifteen. But um, first time I think ever we've been we've been uh, Jock J- Williams. Just making sure that i'm i'm all good here appreciate that josh so yeah it's, it's the first time we've been in the top of the sheet five ten lap fifteen lap averages so that's good i know we got a good race car we can make the right adjustment that also just goes to show how freaking tight it is if you miss it by a tenth and a half you can go from a top 12 car to a 30 place car in one lap um so pretty frustrated but we got to work it out for us today, and I'm, I'm excited
0: for the channel. So, MRN was all, you were all the talk on MRN. Um, they were, yeah, they were talking about your 10, 5, 10, 15 lap average, and you then you come down here and say that you don't have good long run speeds. So, that's where, where do you think it falls off at? Uh, I, think like we
2: really fall fast off I think we were really fast after 20. I think we were really fast after, fast of fire. Obviously, we ran a couple teams, a couple 20s on that green racetrack, and then after. You know, everybody at the track gets a layer of rubber on it and then you're slipping, sliding around it didn't feel like we were quite as good. Uh, I was right behind the four. Uh, Him and I kind of paced each other lap for lap for over a 30-lap run. He he got me, he maybe stretched it by a car length over the course of those 35, 30, 35 laps. Uh, But I think we made enough pace the first 10 laps to set us up for the, to be good on those averages when it was a green racetrack right so the track was completely black for the second round or for the second group and then so those guys weren't going to have fire off speed like group a did and we capitalized on a little more than everybody else unfortunately we just did not adjust our car enough for uh, how much the track went tight to qualifying and it was enough to be slow
1: sorry bud i know that uh Things were going good there, though. Like Ryan said, you were all the talk in the media center, too. 15-lap average. You were top five. P2 on the board. Things were looking really good in practice. Let's handicap these playoff guys. Flores, you guys are going to roll off 11th tomorrow. On the lap, I don't know if you guys saw this, too, but it wasn't, like, chattering or, like, Laney found bumps, but the car was, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But he was P5 for his lap in his group. So what would you make of the 12th?
0: Yeah, like I said, I listened to it on MRN, um, and it just sounded like he lost a little bit of momentum off of turn four, like he maybe had a moment off of four where he got sideways. And then to be able to, you know, he was he still ended up fifth, wasn't able probably – the worst place to lose time on a qualifying lap is off of four on your white flag lap because you lose the time coming to the start-finish line for your first lap and you also lose the time at the end of the straightaway for your second lap. So like if there's anywhere that you're ever gonna slip a tire, off of four is the death sentence. So to still, you know, have a have probably a run that that he didn't want to have a, that wasn't optimal to, to end up 11th. that'll still put us in the game for a decent pit saw selection. And uh yeah, and you can you can score stage points from there. And that's gonna be the name of the game, right? Getting stage points and um and just chipping away at it all day. Man, the talk has been though. These these tires. You're the only guy that I've talked to that's driven on. Are they are they as important or less important? What do you think? Is it gonna be do they get faster as you run? Do they fall oh. off? Are you gonna be bolting no, tires on it every chance you get?
2: I think group A yesterday or guess today is a little bit of a false reading for the amount of fall off you got because a Martinsville track with no rubber on it's gonna be a half second fast. So The best group to look at is that group two, where the track was rubbered up. Uh, I think there was 13, the top 13 in practice were all in group one, just from the track having that much more grip in it until it it took rubber. So I think if you looked at the fall off from in group B, guys that fired off, the the 12 was strong, uh, the 19 was strong, and their fast laps were in the 30s, high 30s, and they fell off to 70s, 80s. Uh, so you're looking at a little bit less than a half second over 30, 35 laps. Not a ton of fall off, but the track does take a lot of rubber, and you're going to be seeing some different lines. Guys opening their entries up, trying to get a straighter drive. I think what you see, what you see is is just every every car so close in speed. You're literally looking at hundreds of a second, sometimes thousands of a second that separates three or four cars. Uh, so if somebody has the advantage of of cleaner air, then they're going to have they're going to have the advantage. So it's going to be hard to pass. We all know that. But I do think uh, you're going to see the top get working a little bit at lane two, drive off the bottom. I think you're not going to see – you're going to see some guys wrapping the curb tight, guys who um, have some good forward bike built in their car. But uh, you're going to have some options today, I, I believe.
0: So two tires are going to be a play, or is it going to be a four-tire day all day?
2: I, I guess we'll – we need to go back and look at our wares, our right sides are wearing them more than our lefts but I don't know what the longevity that looks like. They'll make graphs and do the whole thing, see if rights. I'm sure rights, you know, with less than 50 laps on your lefts would be definitely a play.
1: The talk is, too, it's warm here. I mean, it's in the 80s. It's going to be in the 80s tomorrow. That's going to help this tire. So we'll see how that takes shape over 500 laps. Predictions, guys? Truex, Flores, you called it, said not a momentum team. They can go from zero to hero in one week. He's off to a good start on the pole. Denny Hamlin, his Toyota teammate, also minus 17. He's going to start fourth. Larson and Bell, they're locked in the top seven. Who cares? They're already locked in. You guys are 11th. Byron starting 16th. That's a little deeper than I anticipated. I talked to another cup driver, Corey. They said the Penske's looked really strong and were surprised at this lack of speed. Maybe the Hendrick cars were showing. Reddick took a 360 spin and qualifying. He's going to start 19th. Busher 18. What do you guys like, and who are you concerned about for tomorrow?
2: I've, I haven't seen somebody just spin out on a qualifying lap like I saw a Tyler Reddick spin out. Now, I don't, I don't put too much stock into that. He's pushing it, trying to get into the trying to get into the final five, transfer the second round of qualifying. I think he was okay on averages. He was in the top three or so as well. You know, I don't know if I put a whole lot of stock into that. The 12, the 12 was pretty good. Who else hung up pretty well looked like. I mean the four looked surprisingly good. The, the, he was able yeah. to look smooth. He wasn't spinning tires. He was catching whoever was in front of our group and and he was gapping me a little bit over the course of that day. And we all know that he's Mr. Consistency, right? He's gonna chip away at it starting in the top ten. I would love to see Harvick in the mix here. I know he's not a playoff guy, but I would love to see him in the mix contending for a dub.
0: Yeah, that was I mean, that was right where I was going. Listening to Martin Tricks on MRN, he wasn't like super confident about his race car. He said he built really free. So we'll see kind of where the Toyotas go. They had some crazy fire off speed. All of them did. All of them are in the top ten for qualifying. But I you know, Har- if there's gonna be a race that Harvick wins before he chucks us the deuces next week and goes up to the booth. I think this is the one that, that he's gonna capitalize on. Obviously he's great at Phoenix too, but like Dale Jr. Jeff Gordon, right. This is just a place that like kind of falls into the realm of, of these guys that are that are leaving. So we'll see if he can capitalize on that. That would be my pick as well. Um, obviously, I don't I don't want to see the nineteen or the eleven win, and the forty five is going to have a long road to hoe. But who knows?
2: That's why I got to tune in. Who's
0: your pick, Danielle?
1: Well, going into the weekend, I chose Byron starting sixteenth. Um, But he has that just big points gap. I mean, he only needs 36 points and I think 26 points if we have a repeat winner. So the chances of him not imploding because they're just so consistent, I still think is good, even though he's starting 16th. I think they find a way to kind of overcome that. And they really don't have to be heroes. Like, I don't think Byron needs to do a lot. I just think he needs to hit it straight down the fairway. And that's what they do every single week. What do you guys think?
2: They got to be feeling good about their chances for sure. Yeah. Regardless if they have somebody from the outside of the cut line win or not, but I mean, hey, two stages if they're on the outside of the top ten, and and you know Blaney gets a fifth and a sixth, you know it's it's not insurmountable, but they got to be pretty, feeling pretty comfortable. You know I don't think that they're super. I don't think they're already mailed a check in to to see all Phoenix next week, but they got to be feeling good about it. Like you said, fairway drive gets those guys in, and I think. With the twelve too, it's like keep keep everybody uh, at bay. But it is I would be a little bit concerned seeing the Toyotas have as much pace as they have uh, starting outside the top ten. But it'll be it'll be a freaking exciting race. How do you know that? Can't wait to
1: see what happens. Truex and Denny are going to be starting up front, both inside the top five. Denny said he'll be on kill. Uh, not surprising. I think he'll do what he needs to do. Truex is hungry. I mean, Blaney looked super fast, so. Can't wait to see how it shakes out. I think Byron's going to lock up a spot, and then I think it'll be between Truex, Denny, and and Blaney for the last one. I agree with that. Truex said, somebody asked him in uh, the media center, they said, do you want constant updates? And he said, it's going to be so, track position so key. He said, if I'm like not within a point of those other guys, like don't even tell me. Because it's just going to be too hard to make up any ground, and then that just... Pisses you off even more, so.
2: Right. Yeah, you're you're not making up twelve yeah. during a run. Yeah. Yeah. I got, got breaking
0: news. I got some breaking news for you.
1: Breaking. What you got?
0: We are in pit stall forty. Thirty nine would be the seven car. So mind your business tomorrow.
2: Corey, play nice. <laughs> I'm angled
0: out all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, yeah, you'll be in front of us. So yeah. So is we'll that be... is that on the corner? Yeah, it's the first two boxes in. So first two you boxes and I. In? first two boxes in we're down there i don't know if you call it 43 or whatever i don't know what numbers they are because they change but yes we you and i will be next to each other we will be the first box in from the racetrack you will be the second well hey man i'll see you tomorrow down there in, in turn four or turn three
2: so are the boxes are the boxes down there since it's in the corner are they bigger
0: no they're curved though i think they're the same size i think they do do a little bit of a v right like a little bit of that but it's not like insurmountable the problem is the line is curved as well, right? So it would be easy to get your right front on the line. Hmm. Who's a little in front tidbit of for it? I did not, no.
2: Okay. But, well, hopefully I don't mess y'all's day up, man. Hey. Hopefully I was see for Pulling in front of y'all.
0: If you do and you mess our bonus up, then you can just buy my kids Christmas present. That's
1: fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try to work a well together, guys. Best of yeah. luck, Flores. Best of luck, Corey. Can't wait to see the show tomorrow.
2: Thanks, guys. It's going to be a good one. Where can, where can people find it, Danielle?
1: 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. We will see you there. This is Spare Change, Stack and Pennies, presented by Mobile One. Enjoy the race, everybody. We are deciding who's going to Phoenix to fight for a title.
2: Bye.